Welcome to Gems. I'm your host, Jeffrey Allen Henderson, designer based out of Harlem, New York City. Over the years, I've had a chance to connect with um, folks in the industry, and footwear and design and just other creative places. And we have conversations, it's real talk. We talk about each other's successes, we talk about each other's failures, but mostly we talk about what we wanna do in the future. So these are our conversations. Thank you for joining us. We hope you all learn something, grab a gem or two, sit back, relax. You are Stan Burton. I've known you since I showed up at Nike in 96 and you were there before I got there. Um, and all I know is you were one of the guys who made everything from development to supply chain. So I don't know if you have an introduction for yourself, but please share if you'd like who are you are, who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, hey, you got the name, uh, and yeah, definitely we've definitely we've definitely we've known each other for for a long time. And while uh, while you were always uh, you know on that design tip, you were always uh, that uh, uh, that 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 young up and coming designer. Um, I was I was busy uh, learning how to do everything else because I didn't have those skills. So so I think I think my my career is one of. Uh, passion and love of uh, making product, but, um, you know, no, this not, not having the skills to actually draw anything. <laughs> so, so, yep. I, I had to do it the hard way, man. I, you know, I, I just look up, I look up to you guys. I look up to you. Guys. I, I tell everybody, I think it's somewhat because I have an engineering degree, but I think maybe half the designers feel this way. You might argue, uh, in a different way, but without a developer, without production, without engineering, like none of that crappy drawing that we do turns into anything. So we always, you know, heap praise on our uh, folks over there on the other side of the uh, drawing. So all good, all good. So tell me about, because I think we've known each other long enough to where I've forgotten. How did you actually end up in development? Wow. So, uh, you know, it's been it's been uh, over 25 years, 20, 27 years in, 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 the, in the biz now. And uh, definitely coming out of college, I didn't know what a developer was. I, I didn't know what development was at all. I knew that, um, you know, I knew I, I, I loved I loved uh, shoes. I loved uh, products uh, and, and I wanted to be a part of uh, getting them made. And so, you know, when when uh, we ran into each other at the, in, uh, on the hoop court at Nike, um, you know, I was, I, I was, I was uh, there just like you, trying to find uh, my way uh, into, uh, you know, how could I get, you know, be a part of that kind of history of, uh, you know, how, how do you end up making stuff? And so, um, yeah, that that journey was really more of an on-the-job journey. I wish, uh, I wish I could have uh, had some time in a vocational school or something somewhere that they actually made something. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, so for me, development is very much a, like on job training. Like there's no background for it. No one knows what, I mean, you said you didn't know what it was then. No one knows what it is now. Yeah. So really, really, uh, you know, development, when you're talking about it from a, uh, product creation point of view, uh, really is that, is that glue between, um, the designer's concept and the factory's execution. So, um, you know, you have an idea, uh, sure, you can put it down on paper and, and you might be able to go to a factory and uh, get, a, get a product made um, and that's great. But what, what happens when you have 10 products? What happens when you have 20 products? And what happens when you have the next season and you've got to, uh, you have to 
take the products that are working and put new colors on them, but you also have to make some new things. Um, and that's, that's where the developer comes in. The developer really, uh, uh, you know, works hand in hand uh, with the designer, uh, works with the uh, PLM uh, on, on the marketing side, uh, works with the uh, costing teams if, if, uh, if you're a big enough company to have something like that, uh, and then works with the factory uh, team uh, to get those, uh, those um, concepts over the top because usually the designer is so busy moving on to the next project that um, you know the, the designer needs to uh, uh, be able to come back and see see protos execute so they can make further decisions on the next iteration of that proto but that uh, developer that development manager has to uh, bring that product all the way uh, to the finish line where the uh, where the designer ultimately says yeah that's what I wanted to make and the, uh, the 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 PLM the marketing guy says yeah that's what we want to put in the market so uh, the designer uh, fills in all those all the uh, all the gaps and there's sometimes many gaps with uh, a lot of these a lot of these design a lot of these design cats you know can can you know, they can draw they can draw a pretty picture but they don't know the guts of what's going on they're not like you man they're not like a right uh, I'm, you know. I'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i went to engineering school and <laughs> i learned to cross my t's and dot my eyes but yeah. every now and again i'll be like oh i forgot to do that and but a developer like i'll never forget watching when samples and protos show up um, for a season and all the boxes show up. And if there's a shoe that's supposed to have a white midsole and it has a black midsole, that developer catches heat, not from anybody else, but the rest of the development team, because there's a zero mistakes clause like in that world. Like the organizational skills are like prime in your world. Exactly. I think the, you know, the, I think the attributes of somebody who wants to, uh, you know, be a part of that process, be, be in that development type organization needs to be very detail oriented. Right. And there's, mm. um, you know, there's not, um, it, you know, it's, it's, you know, you, you have, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, right. You know, it, you know, you have all, all different walks of life that do it, but the people who are successful are both detail oriented. Um, they can manage egos a little bit. Uh, they can, uh, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, manage the, their computer, but they have an attention to detail too, uh, you know, because that, that, uh, the, the best developers um, are working with the best designers and those designers usually can hand a concept off to their developer and they can run with it for a while, um, you know, and, and sometimes mm -hmm. bring back some ideas from, uh, if you have an experienced developer, maybe you're trying to go one way with a basketball shoe. And they'll they'll execute that what you've asked for, but they'll come back and say, hey, you know we've, you know we've made a lot of these, and th this is what works, you know, performance wise, and this doesn't, you know, and and push that designer to continue to, to maybe innovate further to to make something, uh, uh you know, work or be more commercial, um, if that's the right, if that's you got to do that without without bruising the egos. Yeah, with again, that's it's, 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 there's a little bit of ego management there. <laughs> Um, but, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, quite, quite an interesting career path for, for people who, uh, you know, want to go down this route, you know, you have, you have developers in all walks of life in this industry, whether it's in, uh, footwear or apparel, or, you know, if you want to make a bag or socks or every, everywhere has the same, uh, core, core type of attributes, uh, for a person and, you know, and really, you know, I think from, from leading these organizations for a long time. You know, I don't, you know, I don't care what the person, you know, his background is, if they've got the, if they've got the ability to communicate well uh, and uh, manage the details and they get along with design and they are uh, consistent, 
they're, they, they've got a pretty good career ahead of them. Now, you say um, you were at Nike long time ago, and I think you've gone through a couple other companies since then. But I remember when we landed uh, at Nike around the same time, yep. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I wasn't sure what I was going to be able to do. And I remember meeting with H. White because uh, he was a family friend. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, sounds like you want to do design or development. And he immediately calls design, Tracy Teague. Yeah. And development, guess who we call? I don't know. Who do you call? I could gap tooth. Oh, yeah. Steve. Yeah. He called Steve Roth. Boy, that's a, you know, Steve Roth yeah, that's, didn't that's, call me back. Yeah, that's, yeah that, <laughs> that, that could have ended your desire for development right there. Um, well, see, here's the crazy part. Steve Roth never called me back. Like he was too busy. He did like, he just never called me back. And I met Tracy Teague like within two days. So that pretty much drove my path down design because design for lack of a better word, just had more time for me. Yeah. And so I know there were just legends in development that did you feel when you met them, was there an intimidation factor? Because I felt that when I got designed, like there was like legends who've been doing it for 20 years when we showed up in 96. Oh, boy. You know, I think the, you know, the first group I started working with, uh, you know, I actually didn't start off in, in development. I started off in, in production planning. So to, to come out of uh, an operations role into development was, uh, you know, kind of unheard of. But um, yeah, you had people, you know, you mentioned, you know, mentioned Steve, um, you know, I think a legend at Nike. And I think um, in some cases, uh, people were afraid of him. I think, I think old boys, you know, five foot one, maybe, right? I don't know, right? He's not, he's not, you know. You know and it's not a gap tooth. Yeah, it's a chip tooth yeah, from, a, you know, from a pool bar, yeah, you from know, a fight in the ball. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's he's got them angry teeth, right? And, uh, um, you know, and I, I think, I think when we were coming up, there were, there were a lot of New England type uh, old shoe dog type mm. people. Uh, who were part of that company from its kind of beginning, you know, in the in the in the 80s when they they all came out of U.S. manufacturing. So, uh, you know, for 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 us who you know hadn't really been in a factory scenario, they, these guys were the experts. They were the gods of of shoes, and so mm -hmm. um, and already, you know, you know, early 90s, they 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 had you know they had already made you know thousands of different styles, right? So, uh, sure, right. sure, a lot of intimidation. And, um, you know, the style, I think, was a little bit different then where, um, you know, they, you know, they, they would talk tough, and then, uh, you know, throw you into the throw you into the fire. And, uh, you know, if, if they saw you trying hard, and if they saw you working hard, uh, then then they worked with you. But, um, you know, they definitely, mm. they definitely scared off a lot of people. Um, you know, from from joining the group, because uh, it, it looked, you know, they, they made it look uh, tougher than maybe it really was. Um, but for, uh, uh, you know, for, I think, a company that, that's on the rise, you know, you need you need people that uh, um, get it done. And that's what they were looking for. They were just looking for the best people um, so that, yeah, that yeah. they could support and work with, uh, um, you know, these, these uh, prima donna designers and make some money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i feel i feel triggered by that but i'll i'll, I'll just move on i'll just move on. there you go um so yeah was i want to say like one of your first uh assignments at least the story i tell to other people was the conversation about how you came to the answer of minimums um for factory requests because you know sometimes design and marketing wants to make a hundred of something and that's not probably the uh best effective use of a factory's time um 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, underst understanding mass production and understanding what you're trying to get done is, is, is key in the, in the biz. And I think, um, um, yeah, I think internally we learned pretty fast in terms of, uh, you know, what was, what was worth, worth time and what, what isn't. And I think it's a good lesson for, for folks out there. It's, you know, again, it's one, it's one thing to make one, one piece. Um, you know, if, if you're a company and, and you're, you're making a hundred pieces, what, what are you making it for? Right. You know, um, who's going to see it? You know, that's that that's right. sort of the, the the basic point of view. But on the on on, on the real, it's uh, you know, you, you don't you don't buy fabric that way. You're not you're not going down to Joanne Fabrics or your local fabric store, right? And buying buying you know one bolt of of uh, fabric and, and 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 making shit, right? So, you know, you you, you know, in, in in a commercial world, you know, you've got to go a little bit bigger. And you know, if you if you don't if you don't have you know uh, three thousand pair, if you don't have ten thousand pair, you know, what what are you making it for? Right. Um, <laughs> well, see, that was my uh, problem when I showed up at Kohan because I grew up on Nike campus. I grew up on Nike numbers. So I think I like casually asked the question while I was in what was my interview, um, like how many pairs, you know, are you making? And they said I was like for the shoe that was popular. I was like, you know, was that like 60, 70? And they were like, no, 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 it's bigger than that. And they were like, it's like. 2000 pair and I was like oh I meant 60 70,000 pair and that was being like small in my mind like it, I was thinking that was taking it down but that was a whole other world of numbers that I had only experienced Nike numbers yeah so getting outside of that was sort of helpful well you know definitely the the, the Nike way is is unique compared to a lot of other places where you know we would say for a for a color up you needed 30,000 pair right um, you know, and so, you know, just, just don't even, don't even sit down. Right. And, you know, and, and, you know, one day, one day it was like, you know, Hey, 50,000 pair for, to make tooling. Right. If you wanted to make new bottoms, 50, right. And literally, you know, you know, in, in my time early on, we, we kind of just made it up because so many people were asking for product and we were seeing so much growth that, uh, you know, you had to have some sort of balance and we were, um, and if you didn't do it and, and you see it in a lot of small companies, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll waste their time making, you know, 600 bottoms and they'll blow all their money on that, on the bottom tooling, you know, and they won't have enough for the upper. Mm -hmm. And then, then they, they don't have right. enough to bring to market. And so then they've got a bunch of little, you know, 1500 pair of pieces and uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? No one's ever going to see it. And, you know, unless, unless you're, you know, a fashion guy, you know, um, you know, out there um, that, that, you know, can sell them for $500 a pair, you know, you're not going to make money. And that's also kind of where the developer steps in and tries to bring the, um, all the pieces together, looking at the cost, right? And so, you know, developers really that, that link to being commercial, right? And, and looking out for all of these different things. And so, you know, hey, great, great idea, but your idea costs $100,000, you know, do, you know, do how many, how many pair are we going to make? Right. You know, I'm going to make 1200 pair. Well, okay. So, you know, you've got, uh, you know, nine, nine bucks a pair is, is what your bottom costs. Right. Um, you know, how much, you know, how much you're going to sell it for? Well, you know, I want to sell it for, you know, hundred bucks. Well, okay. So you've got like $3 left. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, th th these are the, you know, the, th those aspects are become quite interesting um, over time. And there's, there's definitely a part and, of the job that, that's fun. And I don't want to dissuade people from, you know, those folks who want to start their own brand who only want to do 2000 pair. There's just some realities of which factories you end up with, which material choices, how much you spend on something like tooling and 
how much bang for the buck you get or um is there enough juice for the squeeze kind of thing. that's this comment uh, right there you know is the is the is the juice worth the squeeze right so um you know right. and, and uh this is a business and so from you know every, you know you know we, we we see a lot of people that have a great idea and make make a shoe right great you got a cool shoe it might be the greatest shoe um, you know, but there's all the other pieces too of having a business plan and, you know, get, getting people to be, getting mm -hmm. people to see it and like it. And, you know, you can put it on Kickstarter or do whatever the hell you want. Right. But, uh, you know, you're going to find out the, the laws of finance pretty fast. Um, and so, you know, all those things are, you know, just part of why, you know, you know, it's great to have the right, the right team. And there's things you can do again. You know, I think, you know, you know, a lot of a lot of companies start with this. This is a designer and maybe a guy doing marketing or something. And it's usually the marketing guy that's picking up the development work for a while. Um, and then, you know, wait mm -hmm. and then wait until you get to, you know, your, your fifth style, your eighth. Right. <laughs> and then you get into your second season and your third season. And you still got those five or eight styles that now you've got to make for the trendy colors. But you also got to come out with the new stuff. And then you've got meetings. And so that's, right. that's, you know, so every company I think ends up morphing into like, I need somebody in the middle to make sure that all of this stuff gets sampled, gets executed, mm. you know, is the person that if there's a problem, I can say, Hey, call the factory. And then eventually people, you know, will, will start building a production arm out of, out of that after the developer can't handle all of the sampling and production conversations. And so, um, you know, so so it's just it, it becomes a natural evolution for almost every every company to uh, to, to have this type of person. One of the things I think is one of the things I think is difficult to explain to people how to get into like the role of a developer because we had this conversation not too long ago, and I was having it with um, Jason and Dwayne about like there's two handfuls worth of black designers that were Nike. We had trouble counting like a handful of developers that were Nike. Because I think to some uh, black developers that were Nike, but I think to some degree it's because it's such a difficult job to explain. And then once you get in there, like there's two paths. There's the developer that's organizational, and then there's the developer that is maybe more creative or engineering. And you kind of see people go on one of those two paths before they move up to be in leadership. Um, but it's a very difficult job to explain for somebody say who's coming out of school who wants to go do something in the product world uh, they end up in marketing or design unless it's to your point by default you just need someone to do that yeah you know it's it's um yeah yeah i can you know almost 30 years i think i can count i can't even count on two hands right but, you know a number of you know uh you know you know black black people in development there there are they're out there i know they are but um uh but i haven't met them Right. And, and, and you've probably yeah. hired half of them, um, you know, and, you know, and I, I, you know, I, I actually had a, you know, a, a fantastic brother that was working for me and still, you know, he's out in, in the West Coast now, uh, you know, make, making his way. Um, you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, generally, you know, you, you don't see, um, you know, the, the talent going that way. You see folks going into design and, and marketing. You know, just like you said, it's it's easier to understand what it is. Um, you you don't you don't normally come into a company saying I want to be a developer until you've been a developer somewhere, and you know what that is, and then you mm -hmm. find out there's quite a market, right? There's quite a market for people, uh, you know, who who yeah. are sitting there in in between. Um, you know, and sometimes you get folks that maybe were you know uh, okay designers, right? And they kind of shift into development, and, and they're that creative mm. developer, but they're never that happy, right? They're never mm. that super happy, <laughs> um, you know. And, and a lot yeah. of times, 
they end yeah, up in innovation. They end up in innovation or they end up spinning <laughs> off and doing their own thing, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think mm. for somebody, if, uh, you know, anybody's going to listen to this and, you know, they're, they're coming out of, out of school, you know, the, you know, the, the, the developer can be anything. You can have an accounting degree, a history degree, a, you know, engineering degree. It's all about attention to detail and really passion to being able to follow up on, on those types of things. And then, um, but again, you, you have to have the personality. Uh, to get along with um, um, your counterparts, and that's the that's the biggest thing is the synergy, and that's where the best the the, the best things happen, um, and that's why you know it'd be great to have uh, you know kind of more of our folks in the industry because as you know you get you're getting more and more uh, you know black designers you know you've got you know these academies you know your boys you know you know training the next generation. And, uh, you know, those, you know, and but those <laughs> folks, you know, again, I, I, you know, and, and you've seen it, you know, oh, you got a portfolio with 600 shoes in it, you know, uh, okay, well, go, go make those all commercial, right? Ah, you know, I need, I need to do it. Right. And, you know, boy, it'd be nice to have somebody from, you know, uh, your same culture, same background there to help you out. Um, and so that's, that's where the opportunities are, right? I think uh, it, it'll kind of go hand in hand, yeah. right? Um, as things come along. Uh, you know, but, um, that's, that's the deal, man. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's jobs everywhere. Now, <laughs> now, one of the things I always like loved about Stan Barton was that as much as we were in this giant corporation, you sort of, I was thought I was king of breaking the rules or not so much breaking the rules, but understanding what the rules are and then working accordingly, what you did with the bag group when life started to downsize um, in terms of like reimagining what a business could be and then bringing in your own communications <laughs> yeah. equipment. Like what went through your head as you were sort of building that out? Yeah. Talk a little yeah, bit about so that. Yeah, so one one of my many lives, I was, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, head, head of bags development and, um, and it's, uh, you know, bags development. Well, you know, it's a, several hundred million dollar business so it's not quite a it's not quite a it's not we're talking we're not, it's a cup yeah, of coffee right? and ice uh, um you know it's, it's i think bigger than almost every other brand <laughs> right out there but uh you know with you it's know, all the purple colorways yeah right but uh, but you know barely could get me a seat if i if i didn't know the original guys i wouldn't right so um you know, but I think, uh, you know, the, the hard times, um, you know, create sort of, a, you know, you, you have you either make it or you don't when when the chips go down. And so, uh, you know, when when, um, you know, we ran into a time period there, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago where, uh, you know, the the 08 crisis was coming in, uh, we had to make some huge changes. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I realized, you know, we were going to have to, you know, lose we we're going to lose a lot of a lot of our teams. Uh, because of the, the economic situation. It's the same situation we're going to go through now um, in the industry. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have, the, you have the choice, you know, to be, um, you, know, you know, how can you creatively manage and, and get things done? And, um, you know, at, at the time, we, you, know, you couldn't just, you know, your grandma couldn't just call you on Zoom, right? Um, so, um, but, but the technology was out there. It was just bad. And, um, um, and, you know, the company was, uh, 
um, you know, trying to pioneer some things, but we were using, you know, you remember those video conferences that they were bad, right? Uh, just, you know, they were bad. it was like, it was bad. like looking at somebody through a black and white dot matrix printer, right? You know, <laughs> and, um, you know, and so, you know, I, I had the choice. I had a, I had a, you know, a pretty good sized team um, uh, there in Beaverton. And, uh, um, and I had a, I had a strong team in, in, in Southern China that um, I had worked with for a number of years when I was living there in China. And, uh, uh, and so I I'd made the decision that if we could improve our communications uh, there, uh, we could we could we could uh, shift some of the some of that uh, some of the development work, um, you know, so a lot of the heavy lifting of that development work out out in uh, out in the field if we could turn this stuff on. So, you know, for today, where you, again you click a button and you know FaceTime, mm -hmm. you're connected to your your homie there, <laughs> um, you know there there exactly. there we couldn't exactly. we didn't have any ways to get it over there. So I. Uh, uh, pulled out my credit card and and uh, um, and bought <laughs> bought a spent a few thousand dollars and bought a unit and uh, it was it was a risk and uh, you know I put it put it in my suitcase and I flew to China and I somehow I somehow <laughs> made it made it in and uh, uh, walked in and you know within 20 minutes I was connected back to the home office uh, and. Uh, uh, and the IT guys, um, you know, again, you know, it sounds like I'm a maverick, but, uh, you know, the, the truth, truth, truth be told, you know, I, I um, you know, had, had built a pretty strong relationship with a lot of the IT folks. And I, I had some people behind the scenes pulling mm -hmm. for me to hope, you know, I, I wouldn't go to jail or you yeah. know, I wouldn't get in too much trouble. Um, and then, and then uh, you know, when that thing turned on and we were looking at each other. Um, you know, then, then that just kind of became another job. Then they were like, okay, you know, you get to be part of this, uh, you get to be part of this effort to, to improve our, our video communications. But, uh, um, but, right, but as right. part of that getting it done, and it was then, then we could set our designers down and talk straight to the factory. Right. So I put it in, I put it in the factory right. and I said, okay, here it is. Right. This is the room, you know, and, uh, we, we learned how to use it and, uh, um, and it became, it became yeah. quite effective. Um, and then, you know, then smarter guys than me, you know, found better ways to, you know, create rooms. And now, now, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it is what it is now, but, uh, uh, you know, fun time, good, good, good risk, but, uh, but, but, but yeah. fun time learned a lot there. So speaking of risk, my first, I guess, touch point with Asia was a trip that went from Taiwan to Indonesia um, I think I did Hong Kong for a second. And when I landed in Hong Kong for the first time, this was back when you landed yep. downtown, I immediately went to the hotel, called my wife and said, we are moving to Hong Kong. It was one of the most wild sort of experiences in my life. And to think that you've taken that and gone a little further than my short three years in Japan, you've made that a much bigger deal. Talk about that a little bit. You know, I, like how did you, you know, get I it? think the, um, I, I think my, my, my passion for, for wanting to make product and be part of the process got me out here. So um, I, I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. magically get a development job in, uh, <laughs> you know, in Portland. So nobody, nobody called me back when I was there. Um, but I, I didn't let it stop me. And I actually, um, you know, I, I was, um, you know, in, in, uh, in production planning, I was actually kind of a nerd there, um, you know, working out things and, but it, it put me in proximity, right. It put me, it put me next to development. And so mm -hmm. I was, I was then, I was meeting with the heads of, 
all these different development categories and walking in with the business side of it saying, hey, you know, this is where the plan is. You know, these styles are doing too low. Your costs are going to be too high, whatever. And so, um, you know, so what happened was that there was a, an opportunity um, to, to work in, in, as a production manager out in, in overseas. And that was it, right? So I was, uh, um, I, you know, expressed interest and, uh, you know, timing worked. Uh, and that's what got me out, right? They, they sent me to Thailand and the, and, the, um, and the rest was, the rest was history, right? You know, um, well, you became basketball. <laughs> you know, I, right? I had, I, I had, a, <laughs> I, I had a few good games, but, uh, um, you know, being, being, you know, being, being tall and Asian, you know, is, uh, uh, there's some chat, there's some challenges, right? You know, not, not everything, not everything's built out here for, for me and definitely, definitely being blackout in Asia, um, uh, you know, I, I think people would think that it's, um, you know, it's a negative, but I, you know, I, I, I found, um, some, some fantastic friendships, uh, uh, out here and, and definitely the, uh, the, the black community small, uh, but, uh, definitely, definitely pretty, pretty tight, uh, when, 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 when you get pretty out, tight, when you get out tight. this way and, you know, got, had, had a few countries under my belt, but it wasn't, it wasn't until I was in the, you know, kind of right. working on the manufacturing side and the factory side for a while that I finally uh, uh, was able to convince people that, um, you know, I, I needed to move up to development. And that just, that was just more about after I really learned mm. um, how to make product from the, from the production side of the business that, you know, I needed to get upstream. And so, I mean, my, my, my development experience mm. really didn't, really didn't start from the paperwork side of the business that you would have from the, from the U.S. It started from the sample room side, uh, uh, you know, and, and then, right. you know, moving in from that side to say, okay, you know, we, we, I want to be part of building uh, the proto um, so that, uh, so that we can uh, have a better uh, commercialization uh, and, and throughput in, in production. So a little bit different, you know, kind of came, I, I really went backwards through the process. Um, and uh, it was, it was, mm. it wasn't, a, it wasn't a plan. Uh, you know, I, I wish I wish I was that smart, but uh, uh, it was it was it was more of uh, you know just just really a, a heavy passion to want to be part of the industry and, and taking the taking taking whatever opportunities mm. got me closer and closer to how to make product and and uh, that 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 was the whole thing. Um, and and I think that's key is that technology is sort of I know for design you can see the waves of generations. Like when I started, right when I started, it was probably the end of going to Asia mm -hmm. every season, um, which was like just the standard, you go and work on things and technology got a little better. I, I remember talking to Mike Avini when he was like, yeah, we used to fax yeah. the drawings over, which yep. blows my mind of how you send a fax over. But we went so often that you learned how everybody in the process, in the supply chain, did their job. So you made decisions accordingly. But when technology sort of ramped up, the trip started slowing down because it became more efficient. The problem was the level of understanding of how things built mm -hmm. also dropped off because then you'd have designers who would go maybe once every other year. Like you'd have developers who would go once every uh -huh. two, three years, and they wouldn't understand how things were being received on the other side or the questions that mm -hmm. were coming in. Exactly. And, and that, and that think, again, that's where, you know, in today's world, you know, that, that developer has more contact with uh, factories and with the product than, than really the designer mm -hmm. does. The designer gets to see the product, um, you know, but, but nowadays, you know, there, there's some companies that the designer doesn't even travel. Right. 
um, you know, where, where the designers, the right. designers full time needing to, uh, um, you know, update color or, uh, you know, present boards. I guess they don't present boards anymore. Present, you know, present, you know, their files, right? <laughs> um, you know, and, and constantly, you know, constantly just, uh, you know, re-updating things for the, for the next season or the next meeting. Um, you know, while, while that developer is the one that's, you know, you know, the, the box shows up in that developer's uh, cube first, right? You know, that, that person opens up the Jordan, right? right? Like, it's like, it's like, ooh, <laughs> this came in perfect. You know, this, you know, this, this thing is, uh, you know, came in great. Uh, my best friend when I oh, got there yeah. was Jim Grove. Yeah. Like, he, Which, <laughs> Jim Grove. And he, he was, was developing all of our first best friend, right? You know, please, exactly. please, Jimmy, man, give me some twelves, baby. I got some twelves. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, stream trial, extreme trials. Yeah, yes, I'm not a twelve I and a half. Them. I'm a twelve. I can, I can put them on thirteens. I can fourteen. I can, I can put a fourteen with two socks. Exactly. Um, you know, <laughs> Peter oh, Lamb, drop those at my oh, desk. Boy, some, those some, some great names back there. So, you know, I, I think you know. So definitely, definitely, if uh, you're in one of the more, uh, you know popular categories in a company if you're a developer you you also have some a, a little bit of fun right because you're your 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 fingers on the pulse of whatever's the newest uh newest thing um and, you know but the, but the biggest satisfaction and uh, right. you know um you know i'm thinking about my my boy tree um you know when uh, you know when uh, he was in, mm. in development there and uh, um you know just just you know yeah, i remember yeah. i was with him the first time you know we went into a footlocker and we saw you know, his first shoe that, you know, it like it was a cross training shoe that, that like, you know, he oh, developed wow. that, right? And so just like a designer would be, you know, geeked out, you know, go to go to Dick's or whatever, uh, right? You know, it's like, oh man, you know, I, it's probably the same as like hearing your song on a radio, right? Just like, like, hey, wow, like, you know, I'm on Apple Music, right? Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, you get that satisfaction because the beautiful thing about that part of the job is that there's a physical, end to your to each project right you know mm. and then and then yeah. and then from that yeah. you know you, you take those iterations but you know where, where some people would be just looking at at the aesthetics of a product you're you're thinking about you know uh everything uh, about it right and so um you know so i think that's that's the cool part about uh, uh development is you're, you're truly uh, that creation process of of the product even though you're not the designer um, you know, you're, you're, you know, as vested or, or, you know, as vested as anyone else in the product. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, this is uh, exactly the kind of conversation that I knew you could yeah. share with folks about development. Um, I won't hold you up from your amazingness because you've got amazing things to do. Am, you're yeah. in Hong Kong right now. If I'm yeah. Correct. Yes, yes, you are. So, um, Big last question I like to ask folks, um, and you said it like you sort of didn't plan all of this, but if you could go back and tell your young self, whether this is high school, college, first starting out, if there was a little bit of advice you could offer uh, to you. Oh, boy. Um, you know, just keep following your instincts, right, uh, is, is, is the big thing. Um, mm. You know, and especially when you're when you're young, ask a lot of questions, right? You don't, you know, you, you know, people uh you know people really appreciate uh you know sharing their knowledge with people who are hungry and uh and humble right um uh, you know i i think uh, mm -hmm. uh and there's some things that take some time 
to uh, to learn. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, having you know, being having the patience to if if you really are interested, you know, to take the time to uh, uh, to learn and be a part of it, and uh, uh, you know, just just you know, immerse yourself and don't you know, don't get distracted, uh, you know, from from what your goals are. And if you don't have a goal, then then again, instincts are, are critical, right? Uh, because you know that that'll that'll guide you, mm. uh, you know, to where you need to go, because uh, it's not. It's not so simple, um, and you know, and uh, and be friendly, right? Uh, you know, the network, the the, the networks you make uh, from early on um, can become mm. can become. It's a small world. Know, it's an incredibly small. It's an incredibly world, small right? world. Because you know, because because if we talk about when you and I world. met, you know, you and I were not at the top of the totem pole, right? when uh when uh we met uh, you know so uh you know we were just trying to get it, a run right? that's all we were just trying to get a run you know, the, the legendary you know jeffrey henderson right from the the you know the head of innovation design uh, you know we, we we came from humble we came from some humble beginnings right and so um, you know, that's, that's the thing. And that's, that's what everybody else can do too. Right. It's not, it's not just, uh, it's not just us, but, um, you know, and you got to take some risks, um, you know, um, you know, the, luckily, you know, you know, my only risk was that video conference thing, but, uh, uh you know, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you say that's your only risk, but moving to Asia, moving to Asia at all, you know, that most people like, just go why would i do that like that's a that's a long plane trip in the first place like that's a huge thing and to go take your family and kids there like that sounds crazy but the reality is most people you know do that like in your job you know a lot of people who do that like it's not foreign in your world and i think that's the part that you kind of have to get into the world to start to realize what things are normal and what things are yeah um risk so yeah, there's not to Hong you know, Kong one center risk. of the universe. Uh, and, and again, I think anybody who wants to do any kind of career, especially with what, what we're doing, you know, you know, we make stuff out here. And sure, you make some stuff in the States. And, and you know, hopefully we make more stuff there at some point. But, you know, whether you're in apparel or, or anywhere, you know, um, you know, there, there's major centers where you make it. You can go to Latin America. But if you're going to make shoes, Gonna make footwear, right. yeah. If, if you're gonna Locker. make footwear, you're coming to Asia or you're going to Brazil, right? Um, unless you unless you can speak Italian, right? Mm. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, you're. you're I was gonna say, unless you're going to Italy, you do have. We got some products in Portugal. Yeah. We got some products in Portugal, but there's not a long, not a lot of work, not there. a lot of, so, a lot of work. Know, I think you know you've got to be willing to, uh, uh, you know, step out of your comfort zone. Um, hey, for a lot of people, moving to Oregon is. Uh, uh, you know, outside of the comfort zone, right? So, so it's, it's you know, baby steps, right? Um, you know, if you if you can't if you can't go somewhere where the radio station isn't what you like, uh, you know, then maybe, yeah, right, you are, right. You aren't yeah, dating yourself maybe, there. Keep you going. Know, maybe you're not ready for, uh, you know, uh, you know what what the business uh, you know world is is going to need from you. But if you're if you're open, um, you know, to uh, uh, to new things. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, there's, we, we got, you know, in, you know, where I'm at now, we've got a brother down in, uh, in, in, down in Ho Chi Minh that's just, you know, just loving it, right? Um, just, you know, got him on the ground and he's just, you know, he actually came out before and, and was developing hats mm. and now he's down uh, developing. He got, he, he, when he went back to the States, got into footwear, 
and then they sent him as a full expat out here and um and um you know so just just oh, fantastic so i hooked him up with the the other brother that's down there from an in, in adidas cat and uh, <laughs> uh you know put those two together but hey you know one day one day there might be like five i don't know right so and, and everybody thinks they're in the military and or um, yeah, yeah, an yeah, athlete and, or and a rapper think what they think right uh you know because at the end of the day uh you know he's he, you know he's making good money and uh you know he's and he's and he's doing stuff he loves right he's he's mm -hmm. out there he's out there putting you know putting right. shoes together um and that's and that that that's his passion and that's, right, that's what right. you can do in development yeah 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 and, and he's living yeah, on an expat package right so still for, thing, for, right? for the listeners right yeah. so if, i don't know who would listen to this this long <laughs> but um you know uh you know but i i would you know I, I, I should mention you know um none of us knew what an expat was coming out of school right and so nope. um you know you got to look it up nope. almost but again you know, companies, you know, with, for the, for the, for the right people, the right talent, uh, will, will, you know, send people out to their foreign offices, uh, uh, fully paid housing, fully paid, um, you know, the holidays paid, you know, return trips, the whole nine, uh, to have you come out and, uh, and work, um, as an extension of the company. And it's an investment because they want you to go out. They want you to become an expert in your field. Mm -hmm. Uh, they want you to become an expert in how the, how, your company does business with those groups in the field and they want you to come back and they want you to come back mm -hmm. um, to then, you know, get to that next level of working with the next level of design. Uh, and then, and then hopefully start teaching right. the next generation, right. Uh, uh, how to, how to operate. Um, and then, you know, and then get that person to have the relationships with the key suppliers so that you're able to just get them on the phone, just like you can call, right. you know, you can call a head of a head of a factory and say, I need this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Right. And so right. that's reach out away, <laughs> right? And so reach out away. That's, you know, and so that's that's this part <laughs> of the deal. So definitely, you know, you know, relationship management is a, is a big deal for development. Um, and it's and it's it's so critical downstream as you get older, that becomes what you start trading, right? It's not that, you know. You know, you you no longer are, are making right, right, are making right. this this product black. You know, now you're talking about you're talking about the entire operation and how you're making that work. And so, um, it's pretty right. Yep, it, it does. It does. That's, a, that's another chain. that's another call for another day. <laughs> yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Well, thank you, Stan, for sharing your time with us. Um, always good to catch up and uh, all right man hey thanks for the you call. be well out there okay all right all right talk to you later bye, -bye. all right dude. later sir. thank you for listening to our conversation we hope you picked up a few gems along the way for more talks head on over to good things that's g-o-o-d-t-h-i-n dot GS. Uh, you can find us at the website. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Catch up on our, a few of our other talks and look forward to catching some more of our conversations. Appreciate you.